Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lekut Moran. We are in the sixth and final number of Torah 12. We are, please God, going to complete Torah number 12 in the next couple of minutes. Os number six, this final piece of Torah 12 ties our entire teaching back to the very beginning where Rabbi Nachman began with a verse. The verse from Tehillim, that a prayer of David, a king, a psalm of King David, I will exalt you, my Lord, the king, and I will bless your name forever and ever. What we're going to do now is tie a beautiful bow from the very beginning to the very end with all of these different teachings in mind. What is it that this sentence means Tehila le David Tehila Lashon Irbuv This is the language of confusion and of mixing different things Kemoshakasev like the Pasik says in Eov Uv Amalachav Yasim Tahala and in his angels he places confusion or a mixing up continuing in the verse David King David Zebachinas Torshabalpe This word David King David is connected to, or is the idea of, the, the oral tradition, the Torah Shabal Peh, the Gemara. Hainu, namely, This is when the Torah Shabal Peh falls spiritually or educationally and becomes mixed with different types of letter permutations where something's off just to drop. That which we spoke about earlier. This next part of the verse, what does that mean? That I will exalt you, Elokai, the king. What does that mean? That this Talmud, the Torah Shabbat, the oral Torah, is exalted through God, as the, the psalmist, King David, says, in loving kindness of God is, is constant. The next word in our verse, Hamelech, Levachinas Bina Liba. This king is brought up to the level of being of understanding or of heart. Because this heart that's in the soul is like a king that's in the war, in the battle. The final stanza to understand. And I will bless your name. What does that mean? After the elevation of the oral tradition of the Gemara, which is this wisdom that's raised. This wisdom that is called blessed because of its tremendous abundance. For, for blessing, because wisdom is the source of that blessing. Wisdom, chokhmah, is the source of blessing. Let's attempt to break this down. Tehila, meaning psalms or a prayer, and tahala, means confusion, have the same letters. So we can understand this to be a, an allusion to prayer and to confusion. The more we pray, the more we can weed out confusion. We discussed earlier, but to bring it back even more, King David. Why is King David connected to the Torah Shebal Peh? The Torah Shebal Peh is, is leadership. The leadership of the Jewish people, every generation, took the Torah and as described in the Torah, explained it to the next generation. King David was the archetypical Melech, the king of kings. 
His leadership was incredible. Yes, and there were aspects of challenge, of nephila, of falling. That's representative of the teaching. And when someone tries to drag down or misunderstand the Gemara, as we discussed in the very beginning, that could be, as Rabbi Nachman taught, these demon scholars which could be academics. Remember, in his time, the world of academia and the world of Torah were at major odds. In some cases, they still are today. It depends on the topic, and uh, that's not for now, but Tzarech Iyun, you should look more into it. Very interesting angles. King David is leadership. Sometimes leadership has challenges. King David's life was filled with major, major challenges, and there's an obligation to build further and set up the next generation. Reb Nassim of Breslov notes, when we look through the history of Tor Shebalpeh, before the destruction of the Second Temple, there were only three machlokis, there were only three arguments, debates, between the major Torah, Torah spaces, the major Torah houses, that of Shammai and that of Hillel, only three. And as we had generation after generation passed down, there were some more challenges. This is representative of the nefila, the falling, the challenges with the Torah Shebalpeh, and as we connect to Tzadikim, as we learned about, as we, please God, do steps to eventually bring the ultimate redemption, that's how we're going to return the Torah Shebalpeh to its rightful space and the Shechina, the divine presence, the highest level of the Almighty, back to where she belongs as well. Important to note, Lekute Moran, Hilchos Talmud Torah, Reb Nassim continues on this idea that even though many more ideas were confused and perhaps fell a little bit, Still, the homes, the grandchildren of Beis Hillel and the grandchildren of Beis Shammai married each other. There was an achdus, there was a love, there was machlokas l'shem shemayim, for the sake of heavenly shema, as we've learned about throughout this Torah. Today, and this is Reb Nassim speaking in his day, and I, I fear that it's even worse today, is that there are machlokis, not l'shem shemayim, but just to have. Because I'm right. No, I'm right. Whether that's different angles or outside of the religious space, saying that someone is a scholar in a, in a, in a Tanakh space or Torah Shebaal Peh without being a actual bona fide Talmud Chacham, but just someone who may have a degree in such things. We need to be so careful when learning from anyone. We want to make sure that we're asking the right questions. We want to make sure we're finding out the right background information. We need to do our due diligence and make sure the source of our information is kadosh, is holy. And if not, that we're able to recognize that. We're able to poke holes where we should be poking holes, asking questions where we should be asking questions. And just because someone has a degree of some sort does not make them the end-all be-all of a particular topic. The Tserufi Macherim, the permutations of the different words that we spoke about, that could be compared, says Reb Nassin, to one of these demon scholars, to someone who isn't really holding, they're not really a scholar in such areas, but they appear to be, or they're able to speak the language of a scholar. They look like a scholar, they speak like a scholar, but they're not really tried and true all the way through. What's the major take-home lesson of this particular Torah? As I see it, the major lesson is to double down in our Limud HaTorah, in our learning. Make sure we're learning from the greatest Rebbeim that we can be connected to. Make sure we're diving as deep as we can when we're able to clarify those aspects of the Torah Shebaal Peh and the Torah Torah Shebaal Sam and raise them to the space where they're supposed to be. That makes the world greater. It returns the Shechina back to her rightful place. Where is that? 
in the base of Migdash Habanuya in Yerushalayim. Please, God, that will be soon. Mazel tov, mazel tov on your completion of Torah number 12 of Lekut Moran. I look forward to continuing to learn through the next Torah and the entirety of the Sefer. But for now, wishing everyone a beautiful day.